Welcome to another episode of Legally Unfiltered, a podcast that discusses issues in the media and issues that affect your life in an unfiltered manner. I'm here with attorney Richard Sprinkle. My name is Franz Borkart, and today we're going to be discussing a little bit of something spooky. We've got a case out of Connecticut with a paranormal investigator that might have shot his firearm allegedly at a specter. So in Connecticut, Richard, there was a gentleman named Christian DeVoe of Toland, Connecticut, that is scheduled to go to court on September 11th because he called the police, basically uh, asserting that there was a home invasion, uh, that he had fired his firearm. Uh, When the police get here, they start talking to him and the forensics don't really line up with what the guy's kind of saying. And so long story made short, he tells the police later, one, that he's a, a paranormal investigator and two, that he believes the intruder wait for it, wasn't actually a human being, but instead a spirit, a ghost. Um, he is arrested on a few different charges. Um, he's, char- he's charged with uh, legal discharge of a firearm, making a false statement to police, second degree reckless endangerment, misuse of an emergency call, and disorderly conduct. Well, uh, what what ammunition works best against spirits? Are we talking hydroshocks? Are we talking uh, full metal jacket? I had always <laughs> thought it was a proton accelerator. <laughs> um, but we've got a few different things. And look, folks, the reason we're, we're talking about this is, one, it's just a goofy story. But two, this, this story lends itself to a conversation about, you know, mental health, as a possible conversation as it relates to criminal charges. Um, also what happens when people may be just seeking attention. So let's start, let's start at the easy explanation. The easy explanation is this guy may have just been looking at, at looking for attention from the police. He fired his firearm into a wall and he wanted to, to, to get five minutes of stardom. And so he called the police. And I don't know if I believe that happened though, because I think when the way the call started, it was an intruder. So what might be is, as we discuss, it might be that he's looking for fame and attention, but more likely he might have a mental health issue. Now, the criminal justice system uh, accommodates individuals with mental health issues. Um, typically, the legal standard is if you are unable to distinguish between right and and wrong at the time of the offense, then you can plead not guilty by reason of insanity. That's Louisiana law. I'm, I'm, I, I haven't delved deep into Connecticut law on this, but that's generally the, 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 the national standard for, for, for sanity is you can plead not guilty by reason of insanity if, in fact, you're unable to distinguish between right and wrong at the time of the offense. The other mental health issue might be your ability to understand the proceedings and assist your attorney in your defense. Okay, that's called general competency. And that's basically that's basically the standard is, look, based on some kind of mental health issue, you're just not able to effectively assist your your attorney and you're not competent to proceed. So the first question is, is does someone who believes in ghosts and believes that there was a ghost in his house and believes that the only way of of repelling the ghost in his house was by firing a firearm at said ghost, is that person somebody that might have a mental health issue? And if he does in fact have a mental health issue, is he unable to distinguish between right and wrong such that he he shouldn't be prosecuted? So where I would go with that is as a criminal defense attorney and and as someone who was a prosecutor for a brief time, where I would go from that is one, I want to know the history of this guy. I want to know 
what his mental health history is. I want to know what his criminal record is. Is this the first time he's called he's called the police on a specter being in his house? Is this the first time he's quote unquote called wolf or cried wolf? I'd want to know the answers to some of those questions. If he has a mental health history, well, well then we can get him evaluated. And if in fact it is a mental health issue, well, maybe they don't need to prosecute him to the maximum of, 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 of what they can. And, and the criminal justice system would be served by maybe getting him some help. Um, the scary part about this is, is when people fire firearms, you know, we, we just, all of our antenna go up with all the shootings we've had across the country recently. Now, what makes this one different is, you know, that Ghostbusters element to it. You know, what's the saying? Bustin makes me feel good. Um, this guy fired, you know, a couple of rounds into a ghost. And and again, what you'll notice is he's not charged with attempted murder because I guess a ghost isn't alive. Um, that'd be tough. That'd be t- that'd be a tough that'd be a tough one to, to get I mean, a jury. No to, body, no crime, right? right? So He's free on bond right now. He, his bond was set at five hundred. Excuse me, five thousand um, dollars. He's got a court date um, on September 11th. So this is a quick court date. And you know, look, this is just. Oh wait, 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 wait! I'm looking at some of the content stories. Um, he made a similar report back in 2011. No. So, so maybe maybe we have a little bit of category A or column A with his he's wanting attention. Maybe we have a category or column B where he's he's got a legitimate mental health issue. I, I mean, what do you think? I mean, this is just crazy. Or, or, and this is just Richard Sprinkle's unfiltered opinion, he may be trying to develop a brilliant marketing plan for his paranormal investigation business. Uh, There is just no telling what this guy's up to, but the reality is he fired a weapon, uh, he discharged a weapon two times, I believe. So two rounds went into a wall. Um, I'm not sure if he has a single family separate structure or if he lives in an apartment. But ladies and gentlemen, bullets go places. They don't just disappear into thin air. They travel out of the weapon. They hit a wall. They may go through the wall. They may hit someone standing on the other side of the wall. There are a lot of issues at play here. Now, did he in fact fire it in an intruder and now has switched his story to a ghost? That puzzles me and and gives me a lot of reason to pause well and and we have good reason to believe that this is not an accidental shooting he fired the the firearm more than once so you know if you're cleaning your firearm and it's loaded which is extremely unsafe it's not unfathomable that that possibly it was an accident but i don't think we have that here I, i you know two shots two shots or at least more than one um you know look Philosophically, if if you see ghosts or you believe in ancient aliens, does that make you someone that has a mental health issues? Well, not necessarily. You know, people believe in all sorts of things. You know, there there are some religions where people handle snakes as a sign of their faith and they believe that a higher power is going to quote unquote protect them from the snakes, you know. So in and of itself believing that it Believing in ghosts, being a paranormal investigator and, and someone that believes in the in, in such things doesn't make you necessarily in and of itself, quote unquote, insane. The troublesome portion of this is, OK, we know that it's happened more than once that he's called the police out on something like this. You know, it's when you you know, look, if you're if you've got a mental health issue and you see dragons flying around and the dragons are flying around spitting fire 
it's one thing to be living in a world where you're seeing things that just aren't there. It's another thing to be, quote unquote, interacting with those things by firing firearms at them, you know, and, and then it, it raises the question about public safety. So, you know, when I read this, my first knee jerk reaction is that, you know, once again, that line from Ghostbusters, Bustin makes me feel good. But, you know, the, the, the more we peel back some of the layers, this is a guy that probably needs a mental health evaluation. Um, they need to probably look into, is this somebody that's going to be a risk to himself or others? and not just ghosts, not just ghosts. Um, but you know, it, 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 again, launches us into the, it launches us into a discussion on the bigger, the bigger question about sanity as a defense. And, you know, look, as someone who's been in the criminal justice system for, for over a decade, I will tell you most of the time when you hear the phrase, not guilty by reason of insanity, there's a certain amount of, 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 of skepticism that comes with that because people, they think it's, 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 it's a cop out. They think it's just a, Oh, you know, that's just a, that's just a sleazy lawyer trick. Ooh, he pled insanity. Ooh. Yeah. But, but the truth of the matter is, is there are some folks out there. And and I think, I think most of our listeners would agree. There's some folks out there that have legitimate mental health issues that if left unchecked and unaddressed, life can be both unpleasant for them, but for the world around them. So, you know, as much as I'm, I'm tongue in cheek making fun of this paranormal investigator as much as Christian DeVoe might be the, the, the fifth, the fifth ghost ghostbuster, uh, you know, on the squad. I just got to tell you, this, this is, this is more troubling than, than amusing. So just don't cross the streams. Yeah. Don't cross the streams. You know, Hey, look, when I was a little kid, I wanted a proton pack who doesn't want a proton pack, but shooting ghosts with, with, with handguns, maybe not so much work. So what's going to happen with this guy? Well, you know, he's going to, he has a court date September 11th. He's going to go before the court in Connecticut, you know, and, and by the way, by the way, this raises another good legal issue is can, can the court get into the other, the other incident from 2011. That's what we call in our business, other crimes, other bad acts evidence. If you have a history of calling the police when there's really not an emergency or maybe, and I don't know from the similar, the the language in the reports that I've read, Richard, are similar reports um, back in 2011. So does that mean that he also fired the firearm back in 2011 at a ghost? Well, that might be something that the the prosecuting agency can get in. And that can be used to show that he's acting in accordance with this kind of behavior. If it's just calling the police on false alarms, again, that might be something that comes in. I cannot imagine that this is something that goes to trial. This sounds like something that that is very resolvable. Um, you know, this isn't the kind of case judges want to see. I don't believe. Well, n- n- no, and and then there therein lies questions about firearm rights and and do you want this guy to be th- to be able to possess a firearm? Maybe you resolve this case by putting him on some kind of supervision where he can get the mental health evaluation. You know, look, the the justice system is is about at the at the end of the day. You, you're going to hear me say this over and over and over again. The justice system is about taking risks. We take risks in the justice system, and by that I mean we don't just slot people away to the maximum sentence every single time. The risk in this in this case is: is he harmless or is he not harmless? Is he is he harmful? So that being said, 
you know, what the prosecution and, and the defense can agree upon is this guy gets a mental health evaluation. We keep an eye on him for a period of time. If he's somebody that has a mental health issue, you know, and needs to be taking medicine, we get him on medicines. We get him on the right cocktail of medicines so that he can be somebody that can be a pr- productive citizen and not somebody we need to worry about. You know, and, and look, sometimes part of the battle is if you're you've got a mental health issue. People with mental health issues don't always take their medicine. People with mental health issues don't always acknowledge they have a mental health issue. And that oftentimes is because they don't realize they have a mental health well, issue. Well, and, and, and look, what's what's going to be more acceptable to you as a person that you see ghosts and that there, in fact, are such a thing as ghosts, you know, things that go bump in the night, things that, that, that can't be explained like that, you know, or is it more reasonable that you might have a mental health issue? Now, look. I'm not saying that everybody that sees ghosts has a mental health issue. And if you want to believe in ghosts out there, guys and girls, you can you can absolutely believe in ghosts. But Halloween's coming. But again, it comes full circle to when you start interacting with the ghosts in such a way that you could put, you know, heaven forbid that this guy shoots through his door and the bullets go through the the the, the, the door or the wall. Precisely. And and land. In on, in a human being. In a human in a live a real one. Yeah, a human yeah. breathing. Yeah, you know, at that point, you know, we've got some 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 bigger concerns. As but, we call it in Louisiana, a natural person. But you know what? $5,000 bond isn't much of a bond. No, it's not. So I, I have to believe that there may be something more there. Um, look, I, I'm going to be the one to, to admit it. I watch ancient aliens. I watch the paranormal investigator shows. It's it's not just to ridicule these people because I find it entertaining. I find it entertaining to wonder and to question, hey, are there things out there that we just can't explain? But that being said, I also don't go to the, the gun safe and pull out a nine millimeter and start plugging away at them. Well, now let's fire up the hypothetical machine. Okay. You're alone at home. You hear a noise. You draw your weapon out of the nightstand and it's dark and you are walking around, you know, finger off the uh, finger off the trigger until you're ready to fire weapon on safe the whole nine yards. You're doing everything as you're supposed to do. And you see some dark shadow move at the end of the hallway that spooks you enough to fire. Could that be what happened here? Well, then you would have an accidental shooting. And, and again, that, that comes back to questions about stand your ground and, and, and the right to be, to be acting in self-defense and be mistaken. Um, the problem is, is I think that this guy started with somebody was with the, with the position that somebody was breaking in and then moved into the category of, no, it was a ghost presence. Um, you know, um, he apparently he works as a paramedic for an EMS company, uh, Tallinn EMS. Um, he, you know, he's a volunteer firefighter. Um, this is, of course, according to Facebook profile paging. Um, so, are you Facebook stalking this I, person? I might be looking on the Shame. internet while we're talking to get more information. Um, here it is. He called the police. It was a 911 call. He called the police, you know, July 26. um, And he said that a man in a hooded sweatshirt wearing a mask and holding a rifle had broken into his home. Um, You know, there were there were sounds of two gunshots. So um, they believed at the time 
that he had shot the two gunshots in an effort to scare away the intruder. When the officers go there, um, there was no evidence of a break-in. Um, you know, there was no physical evidence, I guess, that there had been an, an intruder as well. Um, and then DeVoe starts changing his story, you know, by saying essentially there's some things that we just can't explain, like seeing ghosts. And then that's when the conversation about a ghost and, and you know, him being a quote unquote paranormal investigator comes into play. This is a 25 year old kid. I mean, I mean, I hate to use the word kid with 25, but he's a he's a youngster. Um, you know, there. <sighs> There's what do you do with this? You know, you know, he's he claims he's been a paranormal investigator for a period of five to six years. And, you know, look, at the end of the day, he fired a firearm twice. He he told the police one thing and then the story changes. That's not good. Yeah. So, again, you know, the the question just becomes what's the what's the what you got to get to the bottom of, folks, if, if you're defending or prosecuting this case, and we try to see, look, one of the things we try to do is we try to see things from both sides. What's going on here? Do I have a do I have a hand grenade that I need to be worried about? Do I do I have an, a 25 year old that's seeking attention, and by seeking attention he's looking to either become famous, he's got some kind of depression. Does he got you know what's going on there? Because like I said earlier. What you're dealing with dictates the risk you're willing to take on him and maybe the options that lead to a resolution and a disposition. That all being said, that all being said, um, we're going to keep an eye on this. This this just sounds hilarious well, to some good, degree. The good news for him, and you touched on this, is there's only a $5,000 bond. That means the prosecutor is not going after this guy with, you know, full proton packs blazing. Um for the immediacy of his current issue, the discharging the weapon two times, however many times in the city limits or, or whatever the exact charges that he's against, that seems like the much smaller of his issues. And really, we need to look at what's causing this behavior. So the thing you worry about as a prosecutor is if I cut or an elected judge, if you're an elected judge, is if I cut this guy a break. If I take that risk, which the justice system is about taking risks, and he goes and kills somebody, a lot of folks are going to have questions about what happened and why. If you had an opportunity to get this guy some mental health counseling, if you had an opportunity to square away that this guy's a loose cannon and and, and look, you know, I'm not saying that he's going to be the guy that's going to go into a school and shoot up the school. But these are things that you're going to want to eliminate as risk. And a good prosecutor and a good judge are going to be having some serious questions about that. Now, that all being said, um, right now he's set for court. Um, This sounds like something that, you know, we're not And this made national news. You know, it didn't make it didn't make you know, CNN, but it made national news on, on the wire. And so we're going to keep an eye on it, folks. And again, this is just one of those those conversations that while it, it starts with something as funny as, you know, busting ghosts in your house, it really is a conversation about possible mental health issues, but, you know, some of the concerns and, and what the legal standard is. And, you know, there it is. So, well, the one thing he simply can't say is I ain't afraid of no ghost. 
apparently not. So, um, folks, this is Franz Borkhardt. I'm here with Richard Sprinkle, and this has been another episode of Legally Unfiltered. Um, if you have stories like this that you see in the media and you want us to talk about it, shoot us, shoot it over to us, and we're going to give it a whirl. Have a great day. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.